In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning. How many of you read the Gospel? But how many of you read the Epistle? So, you guys have been phenomenal, and all those who aren't here today, reading the Gospel. Today I'm going to throw you a little curveball and ask you about the Epistle. So did anyone read the epistle too? It's okay. However, each Saturday night, I really want us to read both the epistle and the gospel reading for the next day. So usually we talk about the gospel, right? And you guys are all set to tell me about the gospel. Today I want to tell you a little bit about the epistle. Before I do that, I want you to turn around and look at the one, two, three, fourth row over here. Uh, Michael, who's going to wave so you know who I'm talking about and his little beautiful daughter who's in, who's in the aisle, Athena. Michael is where you are sitting. Okay, back here. Hello, ladies. Athena, come join us, Athena. Ella. Someone want to bring Athena with them? Go see if Athena will join us. Go ahead. Athena, Ella, Kugla. Go, go hold her hand. So Michael, girls, over here. Her dad, Michael, was sitting in the pews you are, but in another church in Watertown when he was your age. And he, we just baptized little Athena two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. So she's now a newly baptized member of the Orthodox Church. Bravo, Athena. So Michael grew up with me in Watertown. And he was part of my youth group in Watertown, and he ran the altar with me in Watertown. And now, one of the greatest gifts that a priest can can receive is the gift of baptizing the child of one of his children. So Michael's like a son to me all these years, and the fact that I was able to baptize his child brings me beautiful joy and love. Hello, Kukla. So today's epistle, focus here. Today's epistle says, the fruit of the Spirit. Now, how many of us plant a garden? Remember we talk about gardens a lot, right? When we plant a garden and we grow and we watch the the plants grow, at the end of the season, when when it comes right, we call that which grows the fruit. We call that which grows the fruit. Ladies, stick with me here. So, today's epistle reading says, the fruits of the Spirit, so that which grows after a lot of hard work, is what? Anyone know? Even if you didn't read the epistle, do you know what comes next? The fruit of the Spirit is what? Love. Joy. Peace. Patience. Kindness goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. So the fruit of the Spirit is all this that we work hard to cultivate, which are the attributes, the charismata, of our faith, of Jesus Christ and of the Holy Spirit. Because God is love, Christ is joy, God is peace and patient and kind. 
He's good and faithfulness and gentleness and, and he teaches us self-control. So when little Athinula was baptized in the font a few weeks ago in Watertown, as soon as she came out of the water in all of us, how many of you have seen a baptism? How many of you remember your baptism? No, you don't. You remember your baptism? But we've seen the baptism of others. And just two weeks ago, I had the joy of baptizing little Athena. Yesterday I had a baptism, and today I have a baptism. And as soon as the child comes out of the water, immediately they receive tochrizma, the, the um, chrism, which is the seal of the gift of the Holy Spirit. And we're sealed, it's a sacrament, with the gift of the Holy Spirit. What is the seal of the gift of the Holy Spirit? It's this. It's the fruit of the Spirit, which is, stick with me now, remember this. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness. Those are the fruits of the Spirit. But Michael will say, well, Father Ted, you were never very patient with us. Because we're human, we always have to strive to be better. So he said, I wasn't patient. And so that's one thing I have to work on. But we strive to acquire that which we were given at baptism every day of our life. So that little Athena and all of our children can grow in a world that is governed not by violence and terrorism and darkness and hatred in the world, but that's guided by the love of Christ. Imagine during this Christmas season, if we go out of church and we make a conscious effort to live the fruit of the Spirit, to live these gifts, these charismata that we were blessed with, the seal, we were sealed with the gifts, with these gifts of the Holy Spirit. Imagine what kind of world we would live in if every one of us goes out to this world and in the face of violence, yesterday, this week, we, we saw the terrible tragedy of a high school kid killing other kids in high school. Imagine what a world we would live if instead of that violence, we all shared the love of Christ. We all shared the joy of Christ, his peace, his patience, his kindness, his goodness, his faithfulness, his gentleness, and self-control. Self-control is huge so that we just don't abruptly do something that, but that we go and consciously combat evil with good, combat darkness with light, combat hatred with love. Guaranteed, you've heard it forever, Michael's heard it his whole life, that darkness will never win with the light of Christ. When, the, Christ, when the, the priest comes out of the altar with that one candle at anastasis, when everything's dark, and says, that's our invitation to take the light of Christ and to share it with others so that the whole world becomes a bright light of Christ in the face of the terrible darkness of those who don't have Christ in their life. 
where darkness is, where no Christ is, evil and hatred abound. But where Christ's light comes into that darkness, guaranteed, light will always crush the darkness. And you are called, because you were sealed with the gift of the Holy Spirit, you were sealed with the gift of the Spirit, which is what? Say it with me. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. You take a little rock and you throw it in a pool of water, what happens? It spreads. What spreads? The little ripples in the water, right? So you are the little rock, the little pebble that Christ throws into the pool of water in your life, in your home, in your neighborhood, in your school. You're the little pebble that Christ will throw in there because you've been sealed with the gift of the Holy Spirit. That little pebble that you put into the pool of water where you live, that little pebble of love, of joy, of peace, of patience, of kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, will what? What happens when the, when the pebble goes in the water? The ripple will spread. So the ripples of all those charismatatuayupnevmatos will spread to the edge of the water and engulf and touch and transform all the people in your life, your family, your friends, your neighbors, people who come into contact with because you are the light of the world. You are the one who Christ has planted in that pool of water to touch the people around you. Saint Seraphim says, Hi, over here. St. Seraphim says, acquire inner peace and thousands around you will be saved. You are called to be that pebble of goodness and of love. Now, today, what do we begin? There's a Christmas tree in the lobby of the church. What do we begin today? The what? The giving tree. Come and tell Michael because he's, he's here visiting us from Watertown. Tell him what the giving tree is. The giving tree is, um, so the giving tree is a tree that it has little cards with, with things that kids from Home for Little Wanderers want. And we take a card and we go and buy the things that the kids are asking for. Yes. Thank you, Amalia. So today during Sunday school, we've prepared these cards. You all, our, kid, our Sunday school, are going to decorate these cards. And then on the back, there's a name and an age and the gift that the child who does not have a family would like for Christmas. And you're going to write a little note to this person and say, dear, and the name, Merry Christmas, a gift of love from our St. John Parish family here in Boston South End. We pray that God bless you. Write them a little note. And then you're going to put a string on this and hang it on the tree all before I give out Andidoro today. And then, after Andidoro, when all of us leave church, before we leave the church, we're going to take a left in the lobby, and we're going to go to the Christmas tree and take one or two or three of these cards. And then we're going to go out, and we're going to buy the gift that they want. And then we're going to bring that gift back to church so that our church will bless them and receive them and then give them to over 100, maybe 200, depending on how well we do, children for Christmas, on the Sunday before Christmas, 
children that do not have families to give them gifts. Now, unfortunately, because of COVID, the Home for Little Wanderers can't receive the gifts that they want. I struggled with them this week trying to say, make an exception. But unfortunately, because of COVID, they've asked for the gifts to be given in the form of a gift card so that, thank you, Kukla, so that, so that the child himself or herself may go out and also experience going to a store and buying a gift. So most of the gifts are here, but uh, then I asked for a gift card. So we are going to prepare these, these tags and we're going to invite all of our parents and grandparents to take us to the store and to buy the gift that this child wants and to bring it back to church. Our goal is 100, but I wouldn't be disappointed if we surpass that goal and hit 200 so that we can help 200 kids this Christmas that otherwise may not have a gift. God bless you and strive every day to be and to live the fruit of the Spirit, which is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, by exercising self-control. Amen. God bless you. As God begins to bless us for our good works now at Christmas time. Amen.